You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Fire it up. Let's get it going. What the hell's We're going not even on, on screen yet. Even, yeah, what are you? <laughs> oh, have we never there's been excited a rhythm when the sort of show goes? What's up, everybody? As always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We are in the Hangover Lounge. Actually, what is it? A Hangover? Still drunk lounge? Yeah, still drunk. No, it was. You're at that point where you're drunk, but you can tell it's fading, and you're just like, yeah, dude, we're like. A couple hours. Are it's like suck. six o'clock after a day drunk. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, I, I hate that. You actually. need a nap. Exactly. Nap time. <laughs> Wait, you hate that? You're, you're. Are your vibes down low? No, they're not down low. It's just we put a lot into yesterday. We yeah, put a lot of our. It was a long one. Put all of our I, emotions. Like I put my best defensive effort of yeah, dude, the like, year out oh last God, night. Oh God, is this the Nuggets on Friday? Is this what we're get? Dude, my tiny little brain like excreted all of the little. Uh, yeah. You know. That's a marathon, man. Pre-game watch along, post-game, oh, especially when it's a vibes a vibe show like oh, it was yesterday. Man, which it was I'm indeed. I'm drained personally. Guys, are the Nuggets back? Forget the Jamal back, meter. Are the Nuggets back? Can I answer that? <laughs> yeah. Make a new graphic. <laughs> Make a new graphic. The Nuggets are back meter. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff. We're going to get to a mailbag later on. We're going to hot box and hot takes it a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know we love doing that one. Um, and then, obviously, I want to talk a little bit more about the show. Take you guys behind some details from the arena last night that I thought were pretty cool that wouldn't have fit onto the show. And to help me do that, wearing his snow boots, it's Brennan Vogt. Hiking boots, actually. Those Look are hiking snow boots? boots at home. Yeah. Are you hiking later? I was going to say, how, does that, how is that better? Made the cardinal mistake of acknowledging something I'm wearing on the show. <laughs> yeah, never do that. Well, that's my bud. Yeah. You fool. Over yeah. here, I got Harrison. Man, what a night last night. Like I said, I'm drained physically, emotionally, mentally, but um, I'll try to pull it together for this show. <laughs> ah, oof, what a heroic effort yeah. for you. Uh, and then over here, I got D-Line Co. It's right, guys. Um, last night was the hardest night of my life. <laughs> Hang on, I was with you in Belgrade. <laughs> That's true. We've seen uh, there was no mud. Um, <laughs> that says you. You didn't. You weren't with me. Uh, That's true. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was you. there though. Um, I gotta say, you guys know this. When there's a real vibey winners lounge, and you're off that day, it could be a bummer. Yep. I was actually very excited to be at the arena last night because I felt like last night was a very good sort of like. I was there Monday. You know, whatever. Yoke plays incredible. But, that, but that's like... Yeah, you whatever. Know, yeah. No, I'm just saying, but that doesn't tell you the team. You whatever. Know what I mean? right. 40, 27, last, whatever. Last night to me felt like a good... Um, just watching the court where every little thing that's happening, there was a lot of stuff that was happening, and it just felt like a good sort of like... Um, 
temperature taker mm, for nice. the Nuggets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to be last night, Monday's night ga- game, not so much, but last night to me felt very much like that. Uh, also, I didn't have uh, to listen to Stan Van Gundy, one of my least favorites. That was actually what I was saying was one of the biggest benefits of watching the watch along. Yeah. You didn't have to listen to Stan Van Gundy. I know. Which is crazy because he's a pro Jokic guy. And even we're like, eh. Dude, yeah. A, but, but he's such a bad commentator that it just he cancels would that never, out. Never, never acknowledge the stroking uncle. <laughs> Not one time, dude. Yeah, I don't know if that's in the flaw category. <laughs> I don't know if that one's quite fully there. Yeah. Um, no, honestly, a perfect night to be doing the watch long for that reason. And you're right. He is a Jokic guy, but his compliments still come out as insult, as like complaints. You know, <laughs> like, he, he might be has... the best passing big man in the uh, NBA. Yeah, exactly. He had that one last night. And it's like, you got to be kidding me, man. You got to be Jokic. kidding me. Jokic. Jokic. Um, here's the thing I want to start with, though. There's a lot of little things. And I mentioned this briefly in the post game when I, when I was on, but I want to kind of extrapolate on it. I thought Jokic's leadership last night mm. popped more than any game I can remember. Yeah. That's awesome. And maybe it's because Murray, you know, isn't there. Poor, you know, he knows he kind of has to pick up the slack. He's got a lot of guys that are, you know, Zeke is playing and, and Christian Brown's playing, and he knows, you know, the guys are kind of looking to him. But there was just a lot of times last night where I felt like he pulled the team in. Like, hey, everybody come That's here. Great, man. And in particular, and I'm, I think I'm going to do a video on this later today when I get some time to actually go back and, and, do, and cut some tape. Seven minutes left in the game. Seven minutes left in the game. Nuggets are up 13 points. Aaron Gordon's going to the foul line. It's like six minutes and 40 seconds. And Jokic pulls everybody in at the free throw line. I've never seen this before. Have you seen this before? He's pointed things out. I mean, out, I can't like, remember any, yeah, any big like instance like that. Like they're at Duke or something, you know? Sure. And he pulls everybody in, and he's like with his hand kind of doing what he does at half court, you know, right. half the time. And he's kind of doing this, and he's just doing this thing like that. He's drawing the play up on his hand like you're playing football. Guys. In the backyard. Sandlot football. Yeah. Only like you're playing like a group of uncles playing against their nephews. Like yeah. He's like, guys. There's... And I'm telling you, every play after that featured Jokic throwing blind passes because he was like, guys. This is how easy this is going to be for us to close out this game. I'm just going to go over here, pass it to me. You do this, you do that, you do that. And I'm just going to spin around and read whoever's open and throw it to you. And the end of that game was a masterpiece. I mean, the whole game was a masterpiece by Oak, but it was a masterpiece in just setting the table and getting exactly. Memphis actually had shut Denver down. They guarded them very, very well yes. in the middle portion of that game. Yes. End of that game, Denver just picked what they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was my biggest criticism of him in that laker game it was just that the defense sucked it didn't look like he cared the nuggets body language was terrible throughout that entire second half Jokic wasn't showing any of the leadership skills that we wanted him to show this season and like the whole team just folded and they were soft because i felt like their leader nicole Jokic, was soft that game against the lakers but last night i mean the stuff you're saying that's exactly what we need for him, especially in those critical moments. Like he's got to be the guy because it's not going to be Jamal Murray right now. We want it to be Jamal Murray. We came to the season hoping it'd be Jamal Murray. It's not going to be Jamal right now at this point in the season, maybe later in the year, maybe in the playoffs. We'll see. It's got to be Nikola Jokic just being that dude right now, bringing everybody together, inspiring confidence in his guys. That was huge last night. And I mean, just he took over the end of that game, I guess, with his play on the court, but also just as you know, the leader. It was that's awesome to see. And and Eric, you know, sometimes you can tell Yoke has the like calmness, and you're mm-hmm. kind of nervous. I wasn't nervous at the end of the game because I just could see Yoke was like, 
I know exactly what to do. No, we got a. I mean, we got a full attitudinal shift from Nikola Jokic. He is locked in, man. He has (laughs) uh, emerged from his Jokmis cocoon, and he has come back to us. Uh, He has returned as the as has been promised, and uh, you know, every time that he gets locked in now, each year is a it's a higher scale than the year before. Like he is better right now seemingly than he has been or at least on par with his two back-to-back MVP seasons like right. he's been incredible and he's doing absolute I, I didn't I just love that he's doing it in different ways each night you yeah. know it's like yeah, he's either completely taking the game over offensively telling people to get out of the way just doing it or he's orchestrating or he's you know just I mean we said that that stretch that he created uh, against the Grizzlies last night was one of the most demoralizing stretches of basketball I can imagine having happened to you. That between the legs pass <laughs> that, that so goes right. into a another over the head pass goes into <laughs> a steal goes into Jokic mm-hmm. splashing a three and it's like this guy. We, what are you supposed to do? You, he's he's inevitable. It's like you can't you can't get away once he gets rolling. And <laughs> even before the numbers were there, the urgency was. And like Wind was saying, everyone responded to the tone that he set. Now there are a lot of factors in this: who started, who played. But I honestly think it's more than just, oh, they plugged their defenders in and now they're ready to go. I think Jokic treated that game like if you're a role player on that team and you're watching Jokic play that game, you're thinking. All right, I am not dropping the ball tonight. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I miss a shot, but I'm going to be in the right spot. I'm going to defend my ass off. He's ready to go. Right. He's going to win this game for us if we don't mess it up. And so I just felt like there was a whole, even, even starting from the suit and the hallway walk, right? Like Jokic came to win that game last night in a, in a way yep. that we have in the past criticized him for not doing the same way the very best players do. We got to get handed to Eric because I do think there's a new word we have to enter into the uh denver nuggets lexicon stroke it uncle stroke it no <laughs> not <God>. that one <laughs> please <laughs> not AJ. 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 <laughs> i'm dead serious like this is the dumbest it's thing so that's actually also true. real it's true what do we like yeah. it, what every year we're gonna start off next year we're gonna be like man what's, what's wrong with you what's wrong with Jokic? it's just bj it's just bj at he's that just point. in the bj phase <laughs> yes and he's not engaged uh and then once the strike of midnight on Jokic on Jokmas happens. Yeah. It's uh, like the mice all come to life. It's the nutcracker suite. Like it's midnight in the house, midnight in ball arena, and it's <laughs> it's go time. The other story from this one, other than I mean, Yoke's greatness, we could do every night. Um, did he win draft? He won king of the game, right? We no, gave it to AG. oh, AG to AG. We my my vote was for Jokic, though. I was outnumbered Man, by I, these guys I, and by I, the I, people I, on Twitter. I think you guys are both wrong. To me, I, I thought Christian this was Brown. so clearly the the night we all went to Brown Town. We we put that one out there. As well. I can't believe the fans didn't I say this, man. I'm did telling you, you, what happened to the poll overnight? What did it go to Brown Town? No, it swung Jokic. when Serbia woke up, yeah, of course. I think it's because Christian Brown didn't close the fourth quarter. And I understand. And I understand it. And like again, if we're doing the who was the best player, of course, this was Brown was. This was his coming out party. This was a coming out party. He's in the rotation forever now. I freaking hope so. Um, in all seriousness, though, this was it did feel like in a lot of ways a real watershed moment. I mean, he's had some big games, yep. but this was one that to me highlighted 
the upside he brings to this team, yes. which is crazy. Because last night, I mean, last night his defense on John Morant was sensational. Yes, yeah. blocking his shot. There were moments in the game where it was like, oh man, here they go. You know, Jaws gonna make his move, and he came up big in those moments. Yes. Not just him, Bruce Brown, other guys. But to me, I was shocked that anybody that watched that game wouldn't have made uh, Christian Brown the king of the game just because of how what I felt like it meant the impact that he made. Yeah. It's funny. I asked Christian Brown like a week ago how much film he watches because yeah. I would have to think this kid watches an incredible amount of film because it seems like he knows what every matchup that he has is going to do on every play despite yeah. never playing against these guys before. And he actually said... I don't watch as much film as you think I would watch. Right. And that just leads me to believe he has ridiculous, just natural defensive instincts. Yeah. He just has a feel for the game on the defensive end of the floor that's special. And um, Nuggets have something real with him. He, he's a real player, man. He is going to be an elite defender for a long time. And just if the Nuggets want him to be just a huge fixture on this team. For a long time, and he's exactly the type of guy you want on a contender around Nikola Jokic. Yeah. He just is. Yeah, he. I mean, he really had shades of Caruso last night. Like, mm, yeah, a guy that you can just absolutely put. Don't in even have to trade it. for him. Don't have to trade for him. We can. We we've got Caruso at home. Um, but the thing is, is he, the thing that I thought was also so amazing is that it wasn't just that defensive effort. Yes, it was a night. complete game from him he was effective offensively he yeah. knocked down open shots that if you are just a defender and then you are not the other team doesn't have to guard you you're actually hurt the offense more than you help the defense so yeah. um he was slashing to the rim i mean he just did all of the things that you're like okay perfect like this is perfect this is the guy that doesn't need the ball but can when the ball comes to him he is in the right position, he'll make the right play. Um, to this point, we haven't seen him like really uh, play out of character, to, like to try and get his shot or anything like that. Um, but we have, you know, his shot's been a little shaky to this point. But last night it was like, Constant. man, if you can put this all together, like that's that's a starter. That's an NBA yeah. starter. Yeah. The threes, I don't know. Like threes, I don't know. Who knows? Guys in the NBA today have just become good three-point yeah. shooters. I really do yeah. think they work on it more, smarter and more than ever before. Yeah. So there's a chance he does just become a good three-point shooter. But even without that, I actually trust the drives. And yeah. he had some good passes last night, yeah. too. It wasn't just, you know, like, did he knock down shots? Kept the ball moving in the way that the offense didn't necessarily stagnate that I thought was so impressive. But He's got such a simple offensive game, too. And as totally. a rookie in his position on a team like this, he should. But he's either shooting the three... Or he's driving to the rim and like looking for a, a or swinging a as or quick swinging. as he can. Yeah, love that. He's got that point five mentality. But I already do, I that we wanted Wancho to have forever. <laughs> strong agree, win. And yeah. I, I thought last night to to Eric's point. You know, even with the three point shooting, it's not. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Are we live at least? What happened here? Oh, hey, we're going to Kai Jones. <laughs> um, what do we have here? He's the newest entrant into the, the new bad hey, hair hall of fame. We're back. Uh, whatever. Jones. We're all on the same page. He's good. He played. He shot. As long as the shots are decisive and confident, as are the drives, as they were last night, I'll even live with the misses. You know? Oh, just totally. be, of course. Just be that. You just need to have the threat of. Yeah, yeah. man. He's... It actually takes me to what the the second unit like. Even Zeke last night, I thought was good. 
Like he wasn't yeah. good basketball wise. You right, know what right, he was right. good? Hustle. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Christian Brown, Bruce Brown, and Zeke Naji. Johnny inject, Tryhards out there. They injected hustle into it. And this is actually my note. We'll go to the next point here, my final point for this first segment, which is another sneaky thing that happened in this game was the Nuggets staggered. Somebody knew. Yes. Oh, yeah. KCP. That yeah. cantankerous Pope. Cantankerous Pope. He is the guy. Wait, wait. That, no, that's not right. <laughs> Hold on. They you put real the man has there. so many nicknames. That's yeah. out of control. That's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the Stroke and Cousin or something. I don't know what doing. The Stroke and uh, Pope, dude. Come on. Stroke and that's Pope. a little too on the nose. That's a little that, too. That one's Wow. Uh, let's just go to commercial. <laughs> no, um, staggering him. Here's the thing. How do we solve the second unit? I don't know that there is a solve. A lot of people I know are kind of low on Bones right now because he's missing some shots. There's no offense in that group. Bones represents a lot of that offense. He needs to be better. He needs to kind of have an upswing. I actually thought, and we'll get to this later on, I thought there were some things he did that were sneaky good last night that actually paid dividends. But nonetheless, he needs to be better. But I kind of like the idea of what if you just surrounded Bones with a bunch of tryhards and bunch of defense. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They were positives last night, not because they outscored everyone, because nobody scored. The second no unit one just scored. completely shut it down, grabbed offensive rebounds, drew fouls, and grinded that game to the grossest halt ever. Yeah. And you know what? Bones isn't going to always go 4 of 17. So I kind of like the KCP stagger. KCP and Zeke. You know, I kind of wrote in the player grades, Zeke's performance itself, kind of like a C, C+. Plus, but the effect it had on the team... Yeah. What they were, the different looks it gave that unit in the half court on both sides of the ball, they were switchable on yep. one side. It was not that they had a great dynamic offense, but at least there was, I thought, maybe preferable spacing with the five out on the other end. But then also the hustle, just how often they were out and running. Yep. You know? Yeah. And because and every time things get to the half court for that second unit, it's like, Sticky. You're kind of just waiting for a shot where you're crossing your fingers and hoping. They punched on defense. Yeah. They didn't just react. They were punching they were on punching. defense. And Zeke, yeah. Eric, to me, one of the bigger plays, there's a bunch of plays you could say were the you know pivotal plays, but one of them undeniably to me was the missed free throw offensive rebound that yeah. Zeke had. Play, play of the night for him by far, yeah. But I thought it was one of the plays of the night for the Nuggets. It was an incredible the, Every play. time the bench is on the court, it's a razor's edge. You're like, man, they could let go of the road. Like, it could spiral out of control. Plays like that suck the air out of the building for the Grizzlies. There was a lot yeah. of those like yeah. hustle yeah. rebounds. So like true. a lot of like guys getting balls that, you know, they they typically we'd have no we wouldn't even see a nugget in the frame. Right. And they just were you know, they weren't just immediately running back on defense. Uh they were actually like staying engaged. I mean, maybe this is a lot of what we were talking about or what you were mentioning the other day, like going heavy on the offensive rebound mindset, like actually staying engaged on that side until it is assuredly in the other team's hands. But there was just a lot of that, like, um, you know, where you're like, oh, God damn it. Oh, cool. Oh, we, you know, it's still going. And it's like dope. It, it eats yeah. up time. It, exactly. We bridge oh, a, lot that, of, a lot of eating up time. We bridge that gap to when, I mean, like being a Nuggets fan is just like waiting till Jokic is back on the court. But, but when... Isn't this an identity we think? Is it an offensive identity, a defensive identity? What if it is a just an outwork you identity from that group? I actually think it's not going to be a great offensive lineup. It could be a good defensive lineup, but I think it can be a punchy lineup, just like, God, that sucks to play against Denver's second unit, especially in Denver. Yeah. I mean, Zeke gives you that for sure. Last night he did. Last night he did. Yeah. KCP can give you that. If you have Aaron Gordon out there with the bench, which I think is something maybe they should try a little, he can do that with you. I mean, that's how that bench unit is going to be successful. 
you get stops, you force turnovers, you run and get easy buckets because it's just tough to score in the half court right, with that yeah. group. That's the formula. Dude, yeah. there were so many dunks last night, too. Like, yeah. Athletic. Would you say they looked athletic last night? I would say they, they looked, looked quick. They did. They, they, they looked like they Bouncy. were fueled up with adaptogens. <laughs> they were fueled up with adaptogens. Was, Almost a great lead-in, but real quick, I just want to say, one thing that um, talking to people at the arena last night, uh, like players and, 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 and coaches and stuff, one of the things everybody says is, you guys don't realize how athletic Christian Brown is because he hasn't really shown it. Right. And that dunk he had in transition, by the way, part of that Jokic run we were talking about, the through the legs, that sequence where Denver went from like up eight to up 15 again. Yeah. Um, that dunk he had was an athletic one because he had to sprint and at full speed jump from far and dunk to avoid the defender. And I think that that's a thing with Christian Brown. You just saw a lot of athleticism on the court, and I think that's another thing. It's not just the length. It's also the ability to wear you out physically um, that you get from him. All right, yeah. guys, I'm feeling so high. I was fun to relive that one and kind of go through some of these other points. Yeah. Why don't we uh, hot box on the other side? <laughs> you guys want to hot box together? Roll the windows yeah. up. Roll the windows <laughs> up, baby. We're hot boxing. Shut that door, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> it is open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January 15th, Denver Health Medical. They offer the Elevate Exchange Plan. It's available on the Connect for Health Marketplace. Great benefits, affordable plan choices. Call them direct, 303-602-4912. Sign up online, denverhealthmedicalplan.org. If you are an individual or a family that's looking for cost-effective quality health insurance, check these guys out. Maybe you're self-employed. Maybe you don't get insurance through your employer. These are great options for you. Give them a call today. 303-602-4912 or go to denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Open enrollment runs all the way through January 15th, uh, so call them or visit their website before then. Um, also, shout out to Illegal Pete's. Hell yeah. Definitely one of our go-to spots here when we're at the office for lunch. Dude, we I'm just dreaming. need a little pick-me-up before game. I'm dreaming of it. I've got a vision of reverse nachos dancing in my head. Uh, you want to go to Illegal Pete's after this show? I don't think I might right. go right now. Screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. Go for segment two and three. <laughs> uh, we're teaming up with Illegal Pete's again. They're local legends here in Denver. Hell yeah. If you get a $100 gift card or spend $100 on gift cards at Illegal Pete's, you're going to score an extra $25 for free. So look, if you go to Illegal Pete's a lot, or if you go there, I don't know, once a week, twice a week, you're going to spend 100 bucks in a year. So just get that gift card, Dude, get $25 for free. It's as easy especially as that. Especially if you're fancy like everybody here, you got to get the extras. Green chili uh, with pork in it. Goddamn oh, delicious. Yeah. The queso, queso. The potatoes. The legal pieces queso is just so by far and away the best queso you can put on a burrito. It's just not even close. Uh, they've got a ton of different locations in Colorado and Arizona. 12 of them. They've got happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. every day as well. And don't forget about the stir. We never mentioned the stir. Oh, yeah. We got to bring back the stir. Yeah, you don't have to. You can choose what you want. <laughs> not everybody likes the stir. Everyone yeah, likes the stir. Let's be fair to people that don't like the stir. Well, if you don't like the stir, don't listen to this podcast. What? No. Wow. Wait a second. Well. Listen to him. <laughs> All right. We bet. We're back. Guys, you know what was a lot of fun? That Nuggets game at Ball Arena last night. Woo. You know what might be even more fun? Uh-oh. The DNVR takeover that's coming in January. Oh, DNVR takeover. Pull that up, Super Producer Tiffany. I want to see. I don't know where this graphic is. Oh, oh no. 
I'll get it to him. It's on the Twitter feed. It's on the Twitter feed. It's on the Twitter feed, but uh, we'll we'll send it to you here. January 15th. Right now, you can buy tickets, and we have a great deal. When you're a DNVR diehard, you buy two tickets. Yep. You get two tickets to the game, two tickets to the party bus, two t-shirts from the DNVR locker, two beers from Breckenridge Brewery. Then you get two hugs. Two hugs from D-Line Co., two (laughs) drunk hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it'll last too long. It'll last way too long. Uh, all of that for $200. Guys, there's only a little bit of time left between now and Christmas. I know what it's like to be a guy. Sure. You know? You haven't done any of your Christmas <laughs> shopping. You, you hear that chat? He knows. Four, four, four days away, haven't done Christmas shopping yeah. for your buddies. Oh my you know, maybe your brother. You're like, what should I do with it? Take him to the Nuggets you know game. Take him to the takeover. It's, it's a last-minute gift disguised as a very thoughtful Oh, so thoughtful. You know what I mean? It's uh, also an experience. You know, right. it's an experience gift. It's not yeah, a it tangible you know thing. What? Other than the shirts, of course. So check it out. Two for two. Beers, two tickets to the party bus. All of that other stuff. $200. T-shirt, everything. And like I said. Who are we playing that game? Uh, Orlando Magic. We got yeah. Bull Bull. It's, like, oh it's going to be God. weird to curb stomp him. It's going to be the best. Bones is going for 50 and then might be coming to the DNVR bar afterwards. You're going to get a he Bull Bull. He should bring Gary Harris with him. Man, you know what? Not I wouldn't rule it out. Not ruling it out. Yeah. Not ruling it out. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll have to make some contact. All right, guys. Um, let's hotbox. You guys want a hotbox? Yeah. I'm waiting to hotbox. Spark it up. Spark it up. Do we have hotbox and hot take? Light it up. Oh yeah. Fire up that. Oh, fire up the take. It's just not as fun as getting high and making crazy takes, but. Wait, that's what we're doing. This is what uh, hotbox and hot takes. If you don't remember, fire up the take machine. Uh, this is where we give takes that we kind of believe. Maybe we fully believe, but we're trying to disguise them as, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just riding a little too high on nuggets right now. Um, last night, you guys touched on this at the very end, you know, end of the show, but I want to circle back. Jokic, after the game, talking about Charles Barkley threw him a softball saying like, hey, man, we're a suit, huh? Look pretty crazy. Looking good. And basically, that, that's the media version of say something funny to this. And what about the crowd tonight? Yeah, what about the crowd? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your favorite one. It's so good. <laughs> yes, you are our sixth player. Thank you. Yeah, you are our sixth player out there, yeah. No, this one so was a, such a softball. Suit game, looking pretty good. Yeah. And Yoke's like, you know what? Let's take it there. Let's take it a little serious here. You know what, guys? Actually... To me, it means something. It's my way of focusing and saying I'm showing up to work and it's serious. Um, I loved it. Charles Barkley and Shaq loved it even more. Kenny, Kenny the Jet Smith. Those guys were like, oh, they were so smitten with Jokic last night. By the way, those guys are very fickle. Jokic plays bad later in the year. Oh. They're going to hate him. Oh, for sure. Uh, and even at halftime, Jokic kind of clowning, or Shaq clowning on Jokic a little bit. So What did he say? I didn't even know. Probably like, get on the block, he said big if he, fella. He said there's no way. He said that he could guard Jokic, but Jokic couldn't guard Oh, yeah, him, it'd be you know? Serbian lasagna. Slavic, He actually. could guard Slavic Jokic. Lasagna. Yeah, bro. Okay. Well, that's what Charles Barkley <laughs> told him. He's like, you couldn't guard him? He's like, in the post I could. And he's like, but he wouldn't post you up. He's like, but in the post he couldn't score on me. Which, one, not true. Two, what's the point, Shaq? In the post with no dribbles one-on-one where you yeah. have to shoot a hook Doesn't shot. Doesn't matter. You could, hey, you. Shaq, you know could, Shaq could guard him for one half, and then it would be barbecue chicken the same way Not we even. saw him do it. He could guard him for green. one seven minutes. Say we saw same way we would see every ultra-athletic center. It's it, Go Bear. Yeah. It would be Go Bear where it's like, oh, man, brother, I have 45. 
And then, you know, after the game, so, though, Yoke did give Shaq some props. You know, he was asked something about, did you want to be the greatest center? And he's like, well, I know I couldn't be that. You exist or something yeah, like that. He, he loves Shaq. And so then, you know, if Shaq is the easiest. Shaq hears that. Butter like, him up. You know what? Time. I love Jokic. Yeah. Well, I love guy. you, but I'm going to just like, I don't know if I'm joking, but I am joking. Yeah. Talk Russian to you. Yeah. Well, that part I didn't love so much. Um, but I do think that there is an important evolution that has happened to Jokic. I've made the joke before. Nobody gets it about how he's chanced the gardener from being there. Nobody's seen Still that movie. Still don't get it. Yeah, Hal Ashby, Peter Sellers, Still really good movie. In that he says things that we all think are jokes until later on we realize they're truths. Sure. When he said Jamal Murray's going to suck for 20 games, but he was actually being serious. I actually think Yoke, all of the things that he's been saying, like he's evolved from the jokester to now he's just a serious, like almost ang not angry, but just like hyper-motivated guy. I, and I think it's real. starting to burst through just how much he's gone away from the joke part Dude, of it. He's, he has made the transition from being a jester yeah. to the supervillain joke. <laughs> to the supervillain. Like he's gone yeah. from he's gone from like the comedian at the I mean if I can equate Jokic's career to the movie Joker as I yeah. typically like to do. He starts off goofy and then like later on he just like locks in and then he now he's a he's a goddamn killer. Yeah. He's a killer. Like literally though in the Li in well that, th that was the, the one and this is the other. Yeah. yeah like when you say locks in like yeah. <laughs> on his murderous tendencies. <laughs> but I'm telling you this Jokic to me this year I really do think there is a seriousness to him and anger to him and we've interpreted that sometimes of like is he miserable and I do think there's some of that as well. I'm but sure I, he is. Every successful person is. <laughs> sure but i'm saying i think that there really is like with yoke man it's kind of funny how he is like every time we're laughing he kind of yeah. looks at us like guys i'm not joking that I'm one being, wasn't a joke I'm, it's not a joke i'm actually being serious you know like and uh i just think it's something pretty cool so my first hot box and hot takes is being around joker the last two to being around him the last two days <laughs> i'm using that liberally going to the game yeah <laughs> going to the game <laughs> in the, in standing the outside nikola jokic's residence yeah, and he yeah. doesn't know we're there <laughs> uh, i just i feel like that's the thing i picked up most from being at the arena these last two games is i just jokic has an edge to him right now that is kind of delightful to see yeah <sighs> so locked yeah. in it is man i mean he's just got this mentality he's had it in some ways ever since he came to the league but it's especially turned on now where he's like we're here to win a championship yep. like, that's why we're in this league that's why we're getting paid all this money that's why we wear a denver nuggets jersey we're supposed to be trying to win a championship yeah. all like all this extra shit like what's the point yeah we're supposed to show up practice then play a game and win that's the goal and then win a championship Here's my next one for you guys, my next hot box. I think the blueprint for the Nuggets has never been more clear. And I got to say, I really am impressed with Calvin Booth. I mean, honestly, like Christian Brown is his guy. Peyton Watson is too, but we always knew that would be a project. Christian Brown, and he has everything he has said both on the record and, you know, just in conversation has been, look, guys, we have to get length. We have to get athleticism. We have to get defense on this roster. And last night is not proof of concept. Like I've seen some people saying you don't need Murray, you don't need Porter. I'm not I think you can go too far on these takes. But I do think there's something too, like look at how good they are when you just get hyper athletic and hyper long. They closed with Jeff Green last night at small forward. I, and it crushed. I was yeah. wondering too, because I'm with you. Like there's the plans include Murray and Porter. That's who's starting in the playoffs. Forget alternative right. plans for now. But and I, I'm not a lineup scientist. I am uh but a small, fearful, ignorant little man. But I do wonder, oh. 
How can they? Clip how that. They, He's clip finally that. acknowledging it, everyone. Clip it. <laughs> you gotta look in the mirror sometimes. But who, like, how and can they get to that lineup or approximates of some of, some of the lineups we saw last night? Can they be on the floor for some stretches of those games? Or what does the closest version of that look like with those two in tow? Because to me, it's a balance. I think we've seen the other version of Denver sons, the the star power, the firepower. And believe me, after 82 games of that, we would probably be clamoring for Murray and Porter. Totally. So so what's the balance? And and for me, that's what these remaining games are about. Is like, what is the rotation that includes Murray, Murray and Porter, but gets you stretches of those lineups, that kind of play? Yeah. Yeah, like, to me, I look at this as Denver has all of the ingredients to win the ultimate prize. They have different ways to attack you. They are able to, if, you know, if willing, and I, I choose to look at this uh, the way that Malone is, is managing this team, is that he's legitimately looking for things <laughs> that work, not just night to night, like one night, but like he'll like let them play out, and now he's like, okay, now I know I have this if I have to have uh, this kind of lineup. When I have... Murray is out like I know I can rely on this and that this is a different style of play like it's just you know like a all, they say in boxing it's like styles make uh fights. fights and it's if if you can switch your style up which the Nuggets have like pretty dramatically over the past three games like they played a, they you know against uh <clears throat> the Wizards they just went inside they scored 98 points in the paint like this game to last night they were like okay, we're just going to throw, we're going to get everybody slashing. We're going to get a lot of uh, crazy passes going. You're going to, we're just going to leave you on your heels. You don't quite know where it's coming from, but they are able to sort of like figure out what the best way to attack their opponent is. And I'm just hoping that, you know, that Michael Malone is, is and the coaching staff is like taking note of this. It's not just a, you know, we play with what is available to us. It's like, okay, cool. Like this is another weapon that we have when the time calls for it. Yeah. Um, I love it. And then the last part I have here for my hot take is Christian Brown, I just think needs to be a lock in the rotation. And I think it works. Like I would love to experiment when everybody's back, by the way, kind of get the sense everybody's back Friday. We'll see. We'll see. I think it could be a really cool Friday night at ball arena. Yeah, everybody's going to be back Friday. Could be a really cool night at the DNVR bar. I'm just saying, um, I kind of like the idea of Bruce Brown and Christian Brown being the substitution for KCP and MPJ. Yep. And then you give that bench that you had last night, you give them MPJ as a, a second score floor spacer. You give them KCP again as a floor spacer and defender. Um, and then I like the Zeke and, and Jeff Green combo, but whatever. Like, we'll figure out what the rest of those pieces are. To me, I like that as a second unit, and I like Christian Brown playing with Jokic and Bruce Brown. I just think that that is – like, Denver has a rotation that I'm excited to see, and I actually yep. think we might be there. Here's a stat for you. The Nuggets are <laughs> five and one when yeah. DeAndre Jordan does not play. That's wild. And the one loss is a one point loss to Dallas. Yeah, man. Like we, we without guys, right? I am. No, I that was one. I think oh, I share your fine. feeling, Adam. I I've been very impressed with the moves that Calvin Booth has made, with one very big exception. Who is it? 
DeAndre Jordan. Well, I, as I told you in the Slack. Right? All the same. Yeah. That's ultimately his call. Sure. Like, it, it, yep. And not yep. only that, like that was the very first move sure. they made. They lined up outside of uh, Walmart on Black Friday to make sure they uh, got DeAndre wasn't, Jordan it wasn't, immediately. Though. It wasn't. It, it actually wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't. Whatever the case, that's how it came out. But that it news wasn't. hit first. Okay. <laughs> it, did, it was, unfortunately, the first piece of news to that, drop. But. The avalanche hockey parade throughout the city for a Stanley Cup was a reason why it was the first. <laughs> I love the Statue of Limitations being lifted to like let these little kernels go. Um, I think uh, I've, I think I've written that before. Um, I, DeAndre Jordan does bring vibes, though, man. Like, and I know this is a dumb thing. If he really was here to be the fifteenth guy, I actually think there's something to it. Like that guy is like such a character. I kind of think that may have been the goal. I think that the was signing. the plan. I don't it's... think the plan was for him to maybe play as much as he has. Can we get, we get a, a vibes guy that can also play? Aren't there... I mean, he can play. Can he? He can put yeah. on a jersey. He can <laughs> play. I actually don't think he's been that bad this year, man. I, 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 just, oh, yeah. I think it just disrupts what we wanted to It has, for. and like I've instituted a new law while watching that I'm hoping all of the Nuggets adhere to. The law is don't pass to DeAndre Jordan. He probably won't catch it, or uh, he'll make some egregious You really don't like DeAndre I'm really, I'm so deeply out on DeAndre yeah, Jordan. I'm that. out completely. I'm I completely think, man, I kind of like him. I, I just think don't really, like him playing. I'll be a lot easier to stomach if... When like Malone really did frame it at the start of the season as this will be a little matchup dependent. There are games that will call for DeAndre. There are games that will call for Zeke. All right, well that's fine. But then he didn't actually do that. Right. If that's yeah. how they do it moving forward, that's a little more tenable. But it's just that Zeke has to actually play in the Zeke games. Yeah. DJ is great for chemistry. But he, remember Absolutely. Mike, Mike Miller? He's in the Mike Miller role to me, which was remember Mike Miller filled in like five games that year and was awesome. Yeah, that was five games. I, but I think that's what not, I think not twenty five. That was the plan. I think that's what it was. Is like we got the vet in here and he's Jeff's friend and he kind of and he really does pick the team. Like that guy is yeah. always in a great mood, man. And you just need a veteran that's like that. And I'm sure that they'll have these moments throughout the year where he sits a guy down and is like, hey, man. You know, like he does that, that that role, but when he's playing in front of some of the guys you're wanting, yeah. I, I, it gets a little frustrating. But I also don't think he is as much of an anchor. Like that second unit has looked bad in every iteration this of itself. This is every, true. This is true. This is why when people are like Bones is ruining it, guys, we saw them without Bones for two weeks. They couldn't score. Like we've seen this look yeah, bad for right. a long time with right. every iteration of things. They've got to figure it out. I don't put it's it like, away. Just him. DeAndre Jordan's been awful for three years. It's like we don't have to like. Is find the numbers that make him look good to just try to convince ourselves that every he team, is. But every contender has a Jared Dudley. They have, uh, what's the guy? Udonis Haslam is somehow still on a roster. <laughs> Andre Guadalla is still on a roster somehow. He's like 65. <laughs> like yeah. every team has this guy that's like, can they play? Yeah. And if they play for a week, it's like, all right. I actually think Vladko is even this guy. Like some people yeah. I know last night were like, they can't play Vladko this or that. And I'm like, I actually feel fine with Vlatko yeah, feeling too. in for someone. I yeah, don't absolutely. necessarily love him being above guys, yeah. but he can fill a variety of roles. So I don't know. I just the more important point is I do think the Nuggets are moving rapidly towards the right type of guys. Christian Brown yeah. signals that, yes. and it gives me a little bit of hope for Peyton Watson, even though I haven't watched him even in the G League this or that. I've watched but it, him, but I'm just saying the the athletic long defensive player to me is like, you know what? You don't have to be that good at everything. If you're I good completely at agree. Completely yeah. agree. I just feel like we could get a different guy that fits that, that very loose set of uh, attributes. Like JaVale McGee. 
JaVale McGee, fine, whatever. <laughs> Mason Plumley, I don't care. Like Mason uh, Plumley is too expensive, though. You have to remember. Here's another thing yeah. you have to understand. It's a veteran mm. minimum. Because sure. if they would have even signed uh, Andre Drummond, signed for like three point two million, and had they done that, they wouldn't have been able to sign Bruce Brown. You're talking so, about like Robin Lopez. You know, I think they could have gotten Robin Lopez was the guy that everybody wanted. And that would have been great. He's a vibes guy too. But yeah. Andre Drummond probably available via trade. Would he make us? Would he make the money? No. What? What do you mean? Come on! I don't know. I d- I'm out on Drummond too. He's a, he's a big lunk. I mean, if the current option is DeAndre Jordan, I'm not as out Andre as Drummond's way are. better than. I mean, get DeAndre boogie. Jordan. Just get boogie, please. <laughs> the op- please get boogie. The opposite, but there you go. All right, uh, you guys have any hot takes? I want to hear some hot takes. Oh man, all my takes are so nuanced right now, man. It- oh oh no, 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 no! Uh, Fifty shades of hot takes. Hot, hot takes, hot box, and hot take. Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, I believe that the Denver Nuggets have shown me enough to. By fully back in on the idea that they're going to win the game. <laughs> Use promo code DNVR at every dispensary. I have seen what I need to see from this team. Here's what I need to see from this team. I need to see a superstar that is unguardable and unstoppable. Check. I need to see a running mate that can pick up the slack if uh, the that superstar gets doubled too much. Aaron Gordon? <laughs> I Listen, it's not... But I've seen Jamal Murray fill that. I have also seen Michael Porter Jr. fill that. Like... Scoring wise, uh, and yes, also Aaron Gordon. Like, I just need to see the Chris Middleton to uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like the guy that, if for whatever reason your your guy's only scoring forty, like, can win a game for you. And I still think Jamal Murray is that guy. And I need to be able to see uh, you turn on the defensive pressure when the situation calls for it. That it truly is a an effort thing. It's not just schematic and it's not personnel. It it really is just want to. And I've seen this. Like and I've also seen that the rest of the NBA is not particularly impressive. They're in the same boat as Denver. They're in the same boat as Denver. So I am very comfortable hitching my emotional wagon onto the Denver Nuggets. Will they win? Every team, no teams win. No, your teams don't win. Like one team wins, and it's usually the same team from last year. That's how it goddamn works. <laughs> but the point is, is like it's at least worth the emotional investment that we have all put forth. The Denver Nuggets are rounding into the form that I always dreamed they could they could uh, have and be. And it just with Jokic, all things are possible. So yeah. true, man. So true. Do you have a hot box hat take? Oh man, I got a lot. Um, Christian Brown, <laughs> we did that one. Is the best player on the guard Nuggets. defender of the Jokic era? Wow, that one. I'm not ready to go there, but I hope it's true. Who is? I mean, Gary right Harris? now we have Gary Harris and KCP. You're we'll you, you trying to Christian temper Brown's a man's Christian hot Brown's a hot sure. take. Actually, you know what? You know what? Turn Christian it out. Brown. Cast that over here. <laughs> Christian Brown <laughs> Hold on. My bad. is My bad. a rookie. <laughs> Roll those and I think he's pass. already a better defender than either of those guys. Okay. Um, Nikola Jokic is gonna have. More of a slam dunk case for MVP <laughs> this year yeah. than he's ever had. This is the best one. Just from his MVP oh. profile, it's going to look like more convincing than it has the last two years. Mm. And a big reason why is the Nuggets might just win the West. Oh my and God. I don't know. A lot of people think the MVP should go to the best player on the oh, best team. Let's do it. That might be Nikola Jokic. Uh, those are my two big ones. I love that. That last one, though, man, like it's hilarious how much that narrative has picked up steam. AJ. AJ, <laughs> AJ, AJ man. Oh, I've, I've got one. Aaron Gordon is an all star. Oh, yeah, I, I tweeted that out an I hour don't think, ago. Now, in reality, <laughs> I don't think 
he's going to get those votes. He's the Andrew Wiggins he all-star is, this he year. He is the Andrew well, Wiggins all-star, and there's a you lot hear to this? that. Nuggets Nation, it's time to mobilize. There's a lot to that. It, it's Look, his statistically... Serbia's got to get behind it. it yes. Serbia. And Serbia might, loves Aaron And they Gordon. might. The statistical he's case... He's half Serbian. Did you know that? But it's a lot like the Wiggins <laughs> thing, where obviously he got a bump that was maybe a little silly in the voting, but... You watch him play, and you go, "Oh, this is winning basketball on a winning team." Yep. And in the yeah. end, in the end, like he got the last laugh. I was absolutely like, I was like, Golden State fans should be ashamed of themselves. They made a mockery of the goddamn All Star game, and then Andrew Wiggins was the MVP of the finals. So he didn't win it, but he was. Playoffs. And I wrote this in the grades last night. We said it on the shows last night. Gordon was Orlando Gordon for two games in that series, and it was a disaster. And then he looked across the aisle. He saw what Andrew Wiggins was doing, and in my opinion. He's been playing that way ever since. I love this. And I, great to, to me, Andrew, Andrew, Aaron Gordon is playing winning <laughs> basketball. He's playing all-star basketball. I love I think it's a phenomenal take. I don't know if he'll get there. I will say this. I don't when think a team is there. the one seed, though, they you get it. That's it. That's Honestly, when you're a one yep. seed, everyone's like, Well, I don't know. They're a one seed. Like, do they deserve two all-stars? Well, it's funny. I saw a tweet when I was driving in here that somebody said it was like an anonymous Eastern Conference executive. You know, maybe it's um, Brad Stevens. <laughs> the quote was, if Boston is the one seed, the Celtics are going to get three All-Stars. Oh, I, it will actually be great. I would actually... I want AG to get his due, but like the dunk contest, it'd be great if, like, Boston number one seed, three All-Stars, Denver number one seed, one All-Star, <laughs> nobody else getting close. Right. Be like, you know what? Yeah. Who's, who's, the, who's the third yeah. All-Star out there? Peyton Pritchard? <laughs> Let's take a break, Probably guys. Let's Marcus take a break. But first, Smart, while we're at break, please pull up that beautiful year. advertisement for our party bus, the twofer, Kale. Show them all the twofer. 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 <laughs> uh, guys, at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, the NBA is in full swing, obviously. We're winning money every night oh, on the uh, pregame lounge. Just swimming. If you're not listening, you're just getting poorer. Oh, dude. Everyone's excited about the gifts, the holiday spirit this time of year. But what about basketball? When I throw down on NBA action, it's got to be a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers right now can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. You can com- you can also take advantage of same game parlays, combine multiple bets for an even bigger payout. They've got the stepped up same game parlay going. I think the more legs you add, the bigger profit boost you get. You add 10 legs, 100% profit boost. Download the app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code DNVR. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, check out pinsandaces.com. Pins and Aces, they've got awesome uh, golf polos. They've got hats, golf bags. They've got the beer sleeve. You know the deal. Seven Seven beers, cold for the entire round, in one sleeve, in your golf bag. Seventh heaven. Innovative technology, the first of its kind. You know what that is in basketball terms? What? Six pack and one. Oh! Oh! Pinsandaces.com. <laughs> Use the code DNVR. Get 15% off your first order and get free shipping. Pinsandaces.com. <coughs> we back. We are back. We're back. We bake. All right, we are back. We're so back. Um, all right, guys. Third and final segment. We do have some super chats, Kale. Why don't we get into some of these super chats? I know super everybody was chats, buying dude. these. Uh, dude, the homies are in. They're, they're, they're here it, today. The Kendrick Perkins, so our guys, backing on Jokic. 
<laughs> of course, well, that's well, today. Week, yeah. All right. Hearing the Nuggets will have a top 10 defense post December 15th. I love it. You know what? God, I'm so you know I'm so baked hey, right now. Hold on a second. That's a hold on. No, 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 no. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I know. I'm hey, baked. Eric. AJ. AJ. All things are possible after any, BJ. You know, we, we're going to have to come up with a stat with like no NBA championship has ever team has ever won with a top 10 defense AJ. post AJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who cares what after Yokemas. After Yokemas. All right. What else we got? Petition for DNVR crew to wear suits on the show. Petition, Petition denied. denied. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the money. No yeah. chance. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. The Great Browse says, Sup, boys. Back in Wichita, Kansas. Glad to hear you're back, Browse, after hell yeah, the uh, epic trip out here. Dude, hell yeah. Browse looking Glad good to hear way. you made it back. Love it. Uh, Svetislav says, One for the CB. Can't wait for that trash talk. I know. Yo, it's coming. We're one it's step bubbling. closer. Yo, We're one game away. He doesn't want to, I'm telling you, he doesn't want to get kicked out of the rotation. I and know. he knows like anything, but it's like. I, Dude, his his like frat boy is bubbling at the. I'm t- I, at the I went home last night after the game, and I was so emotionally drained that I fell asleep. I told them while watching a volcano tragedy documentary, and it was okay. the Wait, what? Please allow me. Have I ever led you astray? I'll land this plane, Eric. I'll land this one. All of the tourists went to this volcano, and it was just bubbling. It was simmering, and they didn't expect it. And then suddenly, when you least expect it, they were all burned horribly. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's what's going to happen with Christian Brown, dude. He's going to erupt with trash talk. He's going to burn the NBA. Uh, It's going to be fantastic. It's been dormant for far too long. We know it's there. We've heard tale. Uh, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and I can't wait to finish that volcano tragedy it's gonna uh, have to write documentary the, when I get home. The hot hand of the stroke and uncle. The hot hand. Until <laughs> CB explodes. Is that, is that what I'm carrying wow, over here? I'm going to the buff Mahilo, what do we have? <laughs> Mahilo says, would you like to have Plumley back on the team, and what would it take? I mean, yeah, but I don't think that's happening. By the way, also, I, the last game you know, against Charlotte, you look a little pissed at Plumley. Oh, really? was it the Anthony Davis three-pointer? What? <laughs> Do you think he just remembered Mason Plumlee? <laughs> yeah, that would be not funny. playing defense <laughs> no, for no. the championship on the yeah, line. Yeah, actually, you know what it'd be it's funny. It's not that. It would be. It wasn't that, but it would be hilarious if he held a grudge. No, that's I why I hold a Plumlee grudge. Plumlee got a little physical with him, and that when Yoke yeah. got a tech, it was because of that. And then he was like, had said something to Plumlee as he was walking back that he was something like "f, dude, what the f" or something like that. Like, like he he's like "et to Plumlee, you also scratched the hell out of my arms." I know. He's like, you know what, Yoke hates. Yeah. Scratches yeah. all over the yeah. arms. I mean, Plumley knew that's how to get and then, to him. And then also he fouled out in four minutes. Like, <laughs> it was just like old times. <laughs> this is a great one. This is a great one. Rockabot says, is People's Champ thrills? Or, or can we elect Bones as People's Champ and then AG oh, as Mr. Nugget? Oh, man. Oh, man. That's tough. P- Thrill brought People's Champ with him. He right. Was, yeah. He, that but he and Bones have him. a connection. It's a vacant title. Well, it's that's, not a title. It's a nickname. Sad. That's like saying that We're there's always. So hard. We're trying so hard to build caveats here. Look. I think it's AG. I'm just going to say it. Um, We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out what happens. Um, All right. We got some mailbag. Oh, we have another super, people are super chat. Oh my god, our Warriors friend William says, "Appreciate the Memphis beatdown. Only thing I could be happy about sports wise, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We beat I, Memphis we, and we did not break the code. We didn't break the code, Williams. We love and appreciate that you're here. I'm, you know, my buddy Samus Fendiari. I talk to that guy a lot these days. That guy is so miserable, and I'm like, bro, you have the funnest team of a generation. It was yeah. a good decade, and." 
You're the reigning NBA champs. Yeah, miss the me with one. the depression, Warriors. It's not fans. even the depression. It's what it is, it's just, dude. It's just what it is. I'm telling you, we're the Nuggets are going to win five consecutive championships and get off to an 0 and 2 start. And we're going to be like. What the hell, guys? Like, what the yeah. hell is I mean, you can't win a championship with this defense. Jokic doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to, like, yeah. I'm telling you, like, again, <laughs> listen from the outside. Are the problems with the Warriors, re- like, they yes. feel real, they feel heavy, all of these things. But you know one team that I'm just not going to worry about until the final freaking moment is the goddamn Golden State Warriors. For so sure. much so that you're on that side of the fence, and I'm over here going, Nuggets one seed? Oh, shit. Is it going to be the Warriors in a 1-8 <laughs> matchup? Like, God damn it, man. Is that how this thing shakes uh, out for us? So, if so, so be it. Whatever. Thank you, Whatever. Though, yeah, we love it. All right, let's yeah, get to a couple you, here man. real quickly. Um, do we have the mailbag questions, or i got to pull these up? Uh, Kale has them, and so I'll read them for you if you want. Oh, they're on the sheet, aren't they? Do you think after this Memphis win that the Nuggets have turned a corner? It felt the most professional that they've looked after a season of sleepwalking like on the defense. Well, that's 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 Jokic's a suit. that's Jokic's yeah. suit yeah. and never yeah. figuring it out for more than short stretches. Actually, let me say it's not just Jokic's suit. Let me say one thing. What do I always complain about the Nuggets? Do the other teams feel you? I think the Grizzlies freaking felt the from Nuggets the jump. last night from the jump and never let up. And that's the difference. We've seen the Nuggets beat you in the way where it's like easy. Last night, the Grizzlies were like dejected in some way. I'm, I'm impressed with the Grizzlies because that's a tough team. By the way, you'll like this anecdote. There are some teams, people don't know this. There's 29 teams that visit Ball Arena. There's maybe four or five per year that turn the music up so loud that you can hear it in the media. Oh, area. sure, yeah. Memphis is 1,000% one of those teams. Yeah. That's that music bumped from two hours before opening tip all the way up until tip where they put that music so loud that Michael Malone could barely do his press or oh he was, like, had to scream. Are you at all surprised that Memphis is of one of the teams that does? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, the surprising thing That's so Memphis. We were talking before about like Memphis is like one game away from showing us their post-game dog barking, working out videos. Like they're like in the sun. Yeah. They're the like, are fake though. That's, my point. They have, <laughs> they have achieved that. Like they are too braggadocious for how good that they are. Uh, the think? Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, I do think this. I think that they have outgrown their actual abilities. Here's what I'll say: Phoenix Suns's bark, Phoenix Suns's bite. I think Memphis's bark. Memphis's bite might not be all the way up there, but it's not. Dude, Phoenix it's is not way down here. Man. Last year, Phoenix is way better than Memphis is this year, and they are. Yeah trending in that direction of like bro you have not been here like you, you don't deserve this but yet. i'm saying they were never really about it is my point like even jay crowder yoke like got in his face one time and he wilted i'm just saying like memphis to me is actually about they have the guys that are actually about it uh i, I see you one I, so. I see one more uh choreographed dance into an uh, arena in the middle of the that then, actually you know what you said then me. yes that then the <laughs> get off our field. lawn no, dude. Are like, there any earn real your spot teams on the fucking line? No, I'm with that. you though, I'm, dude. I, I earn your spot. Like realize what you're involved. You can't like you can't vibe your way to an NBA championship, and you're going to look stupid later on when you get clowned. I was with Eric on this before it was even appropriate. They were fun and everyone loved them, and I got cranky about it. Yeah, so I'm with you, man. They're I humbled. just think they're an actual tough team. Like I think they have players yeah. on there that are actual like. Dogs have that dog in them. In a way that I never felt that way about Phoenix. Like I don't the, think that the what's, Phoenix what's video? the guy you hate, the point guard. 
Chris Paul? No, the other one. Campaign. 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 But I've never, campaign talks so much trash, and I don't think he's actually. Oh, a dog. dude, he's like. You know oh, what I mean? He's he like clear, dog. But clear, I think, yeah, clear I think, the way. A sideways jumper incoming. I think Jaw and and Dylan Brooks and like Stephen Adams, those guys, I think, are actually ready for the. the dude, Dylan fight. Brooks I, is an all-time fake. Dude, no, oh no way, man! I gotta say this. Last night, mm. that guy turned the defense up on Bones in a way that I was so on impressed with. And bones, I, huh? On Bones. Well, okay. I'm I'm not saying these guys are actually gonna fight, man. I'm just saying, are they up for the tension? Like, oh. sure. And Dylan Brooks was like, you know what? F it. I'm gonna make this guy have a miserable night, and he did it by getting into his into his chili, as Hastings says. But yeah. I will say this: Michael Malone and the Nuggets did a very smart thing. Dylan Brooks all over Bones in this game. They started running Bones around the court yeah, off yeah. of screens, and guess what? Dylan Brooks airballed a wide open three yes, in the fourth did. quarter he's of that tired, game. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he was tired from chasing Bones That's away. So point. it wasn't a wholly lost game for Bones, even though he was off. That guy is a first team all horseshit shot taker. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. He is He's yeah. a dog. Though, if you man. could have somebody he just play is. one under the floor and not play the other, it'd be him. He's a great defender, man. The he way really he is. guarded Bones, oh, like because he is a thick bodied yeah. dude. And he was like as quick as Bones. I was very impressed with Dylan Brooks. Yeah. And he's also just like every Loose ball, little punch, just yeah, like like yeah, he just yeah. like um, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Those guys make yeah. you feel. Like. I mean, Danny, some, somebody I've compared like Christian Brown's defensive yeah, upside yep. to is Dylan Brooks. You need yeah. a, you need a guy that knocks the ball out of the other guy's hand every dead yeah. ball just because right. just to why? be just why? an asshole, why? just to be, just to be, just to be Russell yeah. Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, Danny, yes, no, you're right. Like they can be braggadocious as they want, but like I'm telling you, like you better be that. You better be that if you're going to. If you're going to be that, like, yeah, this is not a morality thing where you're saying that you're just saying like they're going to talk the talk. You better, you better, you better walk walk this goddamn walk because we've seen this time and time again. We saw this; they had this. They were all about it last year, and then the Warriors absolutely clowned them. They looked like idiots. The Sun? Wait, who? The Grizzlies. Oh, the Grizzlies. They got sunned so hard in the playoffs, and it stopped it on a dime. We got the, like, the John Morant was tough, and then he was like, Saying like, oh, he broke the code, and it's like, all right, bro, like, right, calm right. down. Like, that was Steve Kerr. But. That was Steve Kerr. Yeah, you got that reverse. <laughs> Whatever, doesn't matter. All right, what else we got? Whatever. I can't read, guys. Oh, I got you. Um, should the should last night's success using Jokic? This one comes to us from Tommy B. Buckets, Bones, Nugs, and Harmony. You're not using the ones I put in the sheet there, Kale. Oh, I sent I sent Kale. Oh, you sound. sent him different yeah, ones. That's my. Bad, oh, we bro. always use the sheet for the for the rundown here. Oh, oh boy, because oh, uh, we answered that oh, we answered boy. that one earlier. Uh, should we uh, just do it live? Yeah, we'll just do it live because we only have a couple minutes. <laughs> Finally here. doing it live. Uh, I'm sorry, Alejandro Jill. Jimenez says: Is the upcoming Western Conference playoff team schedule the Nuggets are currently on going to determine if the team is a pretender or a contender? This stretch, the Nuggets are going through the gamut or the gauntlet. Gauntlet. Uh, it could be either. The gauntlet is. I always screw this up. I mean, the a gambit is like a bunch of difficult tasks in a row. A gauntlet is like a hallway with like people. They're going through a gambit of gauntlets right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> gauntlet works. <laughs> either one you want. Um, do you think that this is going to determine whether or not they are real or fake? For me, probably. Yeah. Um, and it's going to have a lot to do with the defense. Like if they defend. I'm not expecting them to defend over these next nine games like they did last night in every single game. But, I mean, if they have a couple more games like this against the Portland, against the Phoenix, against a Cleveland, who they have at the tail end of this 10-game stretch, if they go into Sacramento in those back-to-back games and just flash some of the you know similar defensive qualities that they did last night... I'm going to start believing. Absolutely. 
um, if the defense over this next nine games reverts back to where it was for this entire season, I'm not going to probably believe in this team. I, I think it's a huge stretch, massive stretch for me. Totally. I was joking with some people at shoot around. Yeah, to some extent, we'd be surprised. But would you be shocked if the Nuggets played their best defense of the season over arguably the toughest stretch in nope. terms of strength? Because as much as this team plays down, they sure do play up. So I would love for them to just be the evolved buzzsaw yeah, version of the themselves. Celtics too. That's going to get them every single night. Uh, you know, both sides, just the team you don't want to play. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're a play-down team. But if they can play up just as well, right, if they can bring their best defense, show the best intensity, look great against the good teams, you have just as much reason, I think, to hop back yeah. on. I will say also, I know I've been harping on the defensive numbers all season. I've been tweeting out after every game, they're 28th in defense, they're 27th in defense, they're back to 28th. After last night... I am way less concerned about the overall numbers season-wide on defense than I was before last night yep. because they did it exactly. for close to 48 minutes yep. against a really good team, and yep. they haven't up until last night. That's right? exactly it. And so now you know, if they go forward and they finish the season 20th in defense, I'm not as concerned. I, I know they can turn it up for – for the competition, I know they can. Exactly, they they have showed us. Again, it's not schematic and it's not personnel. It is want to, and they just if they want to, they can do it. And do they? Should we be concerned that they don't want to sometimes in January? Like it sucks because we watch them every game, but like this team has a larger goal. They have a larger aspiration, and you know, like. It's annoying, but like it, it doesn't mean that they're not capable, and they are capable. They, they are capable. So well, you said it's not personnel, but last night part of the story was personnel. Well, for, I I mean to say that they don't they have, they it, on the have it on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, Nolan Rogers asked, "Did we overhype Bruce Brown to begin the season a bit? I love him, but some of the little things he does are frustrating." I wanted to take this one because I thought last night was a phenomenal Bruce Brown great. game. Great. And here's the thing: where did he play last night? Point guard. Guard. Point guard, actually, but guard. And in particular, point. I actually think Bruce Brown's best position defensively is point guard. So does he. And, and so, like, I think that last night, him being in his rightful role, guess what? He blocked John Morant once last night. Like, he made big time, big time plays. So, again, the same was true of Will Barton last year. And by the way, Will Barton this year, he's a shooting guard playing small forward in Denver. He played small forward in, in Washington now. I do think there's just something, too. Sometimes guys are just in the wrong role, man. Yep. Not yep. everybody is a switchable one through five. I think Bruce Brown's awesome when he's in his right role. And I think he's going to be a game changer in the playoffs. Me I too. do. This is every season there's some guy that's completely out of out of his role that we <laughs> And talk usually about. it's a guy playing it's, small it's forward. It's Will Barton, it's AG, it's <laughs> yeah. Bruce Brown, it's and then you're like, "Why don't they look good?" You're like, "Cuz they're not like it's just the same thing." Bruce Brown's going to have a half in the playoffs where he just D's up John Morant or Steph, or Dame Willard, and we're going to be like, my God, this guy's the, incredible. The other thing, too, is he's a top-end role player that came to, at least seemingly at the time, and maybe still, a contender, a piece like him away. And when that happens, we understandably get very excited about the best version of what he can provide this team, filling the holes they didn't have. And that's reasonable. But then the other thing you have to remember about any top-end role player is that they're not a star. Right. And throughout a year, you're going to see... Well, wait a second. This feels a little incongruent with the hype that we felt we that those two weeks when they signed him. But I, I feel good about Bruce on this roster, dude. 
How could you not? Yeah. He's, he's great. By the way, I feel the same way about Bones. I think Bones is in this right now where he's kind of Yeah, like, Bones is going through it right now. But he's going through it in part because the bad parts of his game are the things on that are being asked of him, and the good parts of his game are not getting to shine through. I, I honestly don't think... I know some people are so frustrated and blaming this or that. I think there's better Bones ahead. Yeah. I just think there's better just, Bones. Just Bruce, stop taking floaters. L- last one. You can start that outro music <laughs> there, Kale. I wanted to get to the last Everyone one Everyone but Jokic Williams, too. Uh, <laughs> the homie shot. says... Should the Nuggets have taken a slower approach with Jamal Murray this season? I think it was good to see him get some rest finally. Talking to uh, our friend Ryan Blackburn last night, he really thinks this. He's looking at the minute totals for Murray over the last 10 games, and he's like, dude, he was sick. He comes back, and he immediately goes to 35 minutes a night with zero days off. Finally gets one. Denver looks good. I do think it gives Michael Malone maybe the confidence to play him a little bit slow. Look, the Nuggets needed to exhale, and these last two games to me represent an exhale. Very much so. So maybe it allows you to rest him a little bit more and pick your spots, this or that. Um, As far as the slower approach, I do think that it's time. So maybe you can rest a little bit. Maybe the minutes you can trust the team to carry. He does a shorter minute total. But at the same time, Murray has looked good enough this year that I think it's like Start building from that Play to get. That, yeah. We're not that far away from the play. Yes, we're See, not halfway there. I don't, I don't think so though, because he just missed a game with a sore knee. Like, but again, that way he played ten games in a row. Maybe he should have though. I know that yeah. I'm agreeing with that, but I'm saying so. Yes, you can rest him more, but at the same time, it's also time for him to start building towards what he used to be and, and yeah. what he can be. I, I I'm with ryan and william and, and with you like it's been crazy how many minutes he's been playing 35 minutes a night it's that's wild like you have ish smith you have bones you have bruce brown all of them can play point guard um and like you don't want murray missing games because he played through a sore knee it's ridiculous to me i'm i'm generally with you i would say the and i don't know if this changes your bottom line just the one layer i don't know listening to jamal and malone talk about the charlotte game to what extent is this Jamal asking for, insisting on, I would like to play these many minutes. That's all it is. I would like to play through this. Yeah. And look, maybe there's a lot to that. You know what? Because this is, there are a lot of questions today too of should Jamal come off the bench? And it's, listen, man, if this team competes for a title, Jamal is starting. So let's get, you know, let's rip that oh, band-aid yeah. off. You know not, what I mean? Yeah. Just so, but I'm saying if you follow that kind of train of logic, you can apply it to his minutes as well to some extent, I think. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying 35 minutes yeah. we on got, a, that knee. We got to wrap up. We went a little bit long today, five minutes long, and we appreciate it. There was lots of stuff to talk to, and guess what? It's so much more fun. Every <laughs> segment today is like optimistic and fun uh, and excitement. And I really do feel like AJ. We've been injected with the spirit mm. of Yokemas mm. and the season for the first time. I'm for like feeling a, the spirit. No like, more BJ. We are six days into the AJ period, and I'm telling you, fellas, it's been good. AJ. AJ, baby. <laughs> Nuggets, AJ. Everybody, hit that like button on the way out. Don't forget to join us January 15th. You can hop on the website right now and purchase your tickets. Two for yeah. two for $200. Come yeah. join us, man. Yeah, we're going to go enjoy AJ. Hot box and hot takes. <laughs> what? A joy. Hey, AJ. <laughs> hey, guys, Goodbye, everybody. Oh, I get it. <laughs> nice. You guys are dipshits. <laughs> <laughs>